Green teas get all the attention in Japan, but did you know that there are Japanese black teas as well? Although not nearly as common as their green counterparts, Japanese black teas can be delicious and easy to prepare. In this video, we're going to walk you through a tasting of a Japanese black tea produced in Uji and show you what to look for in the taste. Before we get started, it would really mean a lot to us if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel and stay tuned for future tea videos. We have hundreds of videos on all sorts of topics related to tea, but for this episode, we're going to focus on black tea. Without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so what I have here is just the basic setup. I have the red Kyusu teapot, I have two glasses, and I have a little dish here. Um, and what I'm gonna do is just kind of pour out the tea so you can get a look at the leaves. I'll just have it kind of in an unmarked pack here. Nothing too fancy. Um, so let's just see what we notice here in the leaves. Um, so what you'll see is that the leaves obviously are much different than what we're used to with a uh, Japanese green tea. Um, they're darker. They're a little bit, they have like a little bit of a silvery kind of shine to them, which is kind of nice, almost like a charcoal black. Um, and you see some lighter parts here, and these are kind of stems and other uh, leaf particles. Um, so this tea is actually oxidized. So when you pick the tea leaves, they're going to they're gonna start to naturally oxidize over time. And if a farmer wants to produce a green tea, they'll heat the leaves after the harvest. And this stops the enzymes that cause oxidation um, and prevents the tea from becoming a black tea like this and really locks in some of the more natural, um, fresh and vegetable characteristics of the tea. Um, but in this case, the farmer wanted to make a black tea. So instead of steaming the leaves, uh, the farmer just allowed them to oxidize naturally. Um, and we're going to see that in the flavor uh, as it's just going to be a world apart from the Japanese green teas we're used to. Um, so black teas are very rare in Japan. Almost all the teas produced in Japan are green teas. Um, there are a small number of um, Japanese oolongs and Japanese dark teas and Japanese black teas um, that we've found over the years, um, but they're quite rare. So for this, I'm going to be using 95 degrees Celsius. So this is probably the hottest water you'll ever see me using because um, I'm making a black tea. Um, so the reason we use cooler water for the green teas is because uh, we don't want to extract too much of the catechins. The catechins are kind of the bitter, um, you know, very astringent components of the tea. Um, but during the oxidation process, the catechins are actually converted into theoflavins, um, which we'll see in a second. So um, this tea doesn't have quite as many catechins as a green tea. It still probably has some. Um, but there's there's less of a risk here of getting a super bitter flavor when we use the hot water. Um, so this cooler water use is really only a thing for some oolong teas, but mostly green teas and white teas. Um, so when it comes to black teas, darker oolongs and dark teas, you can really go with a higher temperature. So I'm gonna let this brew for one minute, just as I would Japanese green tea. And then go ahead and pour it out. So you see the color is very different than what we're used to. It looks almost like a hojicha as of right now. So the color is more similar to a hojicha, but it does have that a little bit of a reddish glow to it. So um, what we know in, in Europe and the US as black tea is actually known as red tea in Japan and China, so hongcha um, or kolcha in Japan, um, because 
you know, it's a reference to the color of the liqueur, which is more red than black. Um, there is such thing as a real black tea or a dark tea, hecha or pur. Um, and this is the, the liqueur will actually be black like coffee. Um, so if you ever get to try that, check it out. Um, but this one right here is red tea. So let's take a look at the leaves here. See they're really opening up. They, they were kind of tightly rolled before, um, but not quite as tightly rolled as like a gyokuro, for example. So they open up no problem in one minute. It's kind of like a, a woody sweetness to it. It's kind of like, um, there's a sweetness to it. There's like a sweet caramel maple syrup sweetness to it. Um, but it does kind of, most of the aroma is kind of like, like a wet forest when you're hiking, something like that. It's, it's really pleasant. Hmm. Yeah. It's very sweet. It, it, it has this kind of maple syrupy sweetness to it. But there is like um, kind of almost like a, a type of uh, bitter finish that you would get with uh, black coffee, for example. So it's like it's pleasant, but it, it does kind of linger on the palate. This tea is going to be really hard for me to drink quickly because it's so hot. Um, whereas, you know, the Japanese green teas, you, you really can drink them right away. Um, the, the black teas, you kind of have to give them a minute to cool off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, um, there's definitely like a, a woody kind of earthy characteristic to it. Very different from a, from a green tea. You almost could compare the two because they're different on almost every level. Um, the Japanese green teas or green teas in general kind of have these fresher, more citrusy, more vegetal characteristics. Here you're really talking more um, kind of caramel, maple syrup, coffee. Not co Coffee not so much, but, but here I get it a little bit, just the bitterness of a black coffee in the finish. Um, you know, uh, a little bit of chocolate in some of them, but not, not quite with this one. I don't really get much chocolate in this one. I can go ahead and take it for a second steeping. Let's see what I find. So I may be getting a few things wrong. I don't normally make black teas, um, but I've kind of essentially adapted the Japanese green tea brewing style for a black tea. And so what I do is I, I basically do the same as I would with a sencha, I do the one minute first brewing, 20 second, second and third brewings. Um, I just use a higher temperature. Uh, so I could, I could be wrong on that, but this method seems to work, at least for me. Uh, one of the good things about these Japanese black teas is they do tend to last quite a few steepings. Um, and in many cases, the second steeping is actually better because it takes a little while to unlock the, the full flavor. Not getting much from the aroma of the leaves anymore. It's much less, it's much more subdued. So I'm, I'm guessing a lot of the kind of volatile components from the leaf have entered the, the second steeping. So there's not a whole lot left in the leaves, at least for this one.
well, let's just look at the color. It's kind of like a like a rusty brown, almost um, a little bit reddish, but but yeah, mostly brown. Hmm. Yeah, it's still good. It's actually it's, it doesn't have that that kind of uh, bitter finish anymore that this one had. Um, I guess if I were to do this again, maybe I wouldn't go quite for one minute in the brewing because I think I got a little bit of bitterness there. Uh, definitely not a problem. Uh, it's still enjoyable, but I think it could be a little bit better, a little bit smoother if I use less of a brewing time. So this one is sweet, um, smooth. It's, yeah, it's got that a tiny bit of that maple syrup sweetness. So the sweetness is, ma is maple syrup. The bitterness is kind of this black coffee bitterness. Um, and the body is earthy, woodsy, kind of like, I don't know, I don't know trees so well, but like maybe wet oak, something like that. Yeah, I'm really starting to like this, this kind of bitter aftertaste of this tea. It kind of has a, like a clean, it's bitter, but it's got like a clean finish. Well, I really enjoy this tea. I think uh, I'm definitely more of a green tea drinker on a daily basis, um, but it is nice every once in a while to try something like this to keep your palate fresh, um, to kind of experience things that you're not used to experiencing in a tea. Uh, and then when you go back to the green teas, um, you kind of, you, you see it with fresh eyes um, in a sense. So this is something I definitely recommend. If you're only drinking black teas, switch to green tea for a little bit and, and then go back or, you know, or don't, you know, just kind of experiment with different tea types because they're all so different. And um, by incorporating both, I think you can really keep your palate fresh, uh, challenge yourself, because uh, you can really get used to, even if it's your favorite tea, you can really get used to it and you stop appreciating it over time. Um, so I would encourage you to kind of switch it up every once in a while um, and kind of see each tea with fresh eyes and really know what, see what you notice definitely can be a good way to, to learn more about tea. Uh, so I hope you all like this tasting. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to leave them in the comments below. But until then, we'll see you next time.